Hi there, I'm Jen Barron. I'm a certified general life coach and I want to share a story with you about what one of my coaching clients is experiencing right now and what she's doing. So she is just the sweetest soul, just love her to pieces. And like a lot of us who were socialized as women, she's had some, some challenges and some issues with her weight and with food. And her words, she's not happy with where her weight is at and she's not happy with how she feels in her skin. She's having to go up a size in some of her clothes or what she has right now. They're just fitting kind of snug and she doesn't like that. And I can really appreciate that. I think all of us have, we, I think we have a, a number that we like idealize. I know for a long time, 135 just sounded like a great weight and something magical was going to happen when I got to 135. Well, I've not gotten to 135. And then it changed to 149. Just something right underneath that 150. Again, something magical and awesome was going to happen when I got to 149. Well, she has a, a, a range. She has a like about a 10 pound range that she would like to get to. And about six, eight weeks ago, she wanted to kind of double down on her movement, her exercise, and she also wanted to track her sleep and track what she was eating. Well, life is life. And she just didn't, wasn't able to, didn't have the time to track all that stuff. That's a lot of stuff to track. And so on our call this week, what I suggested was, Let's slow your roll. Let's look at one of those. And my thought was to look at the food part because that is where the weight gain or the weight loss happens. Is it important to work out? Absolutely. Is it important to move your body because it gives you great uh, feel-good hormones and you tend to make better choices when you're working out? Absolutely. But really when push comes to shove, it's about what you're putting in your pie hole that makes the difference. And so what I told her was a couple things. We stop the tracking. Don't track anything. Don't track anything. It's, it, it's, it's not working. And so let's not have it be something that you're going to use to maybe beat yourself up. Like, oh, there we go again. I didn't track anything today. Or I haven't tracked anything in three days. Then you know what? This isn't working. So that's what I love to do with my clients. Try something by all means, but then let's assess and see if it's working for you or if it's not working for you. So I told her to just throw those things out the window right now and let's focus on the food part. So to make a, a story that I will tell at another time, really short right now, um, uh, about 10 weeks ago, I knew in my heart of hearts that I needed to put the kibosh on processed sugar. That's been my kryptonite since fourth grade, and I'll tell you why on another video. But that's been my thing. And for a while in my 30s and early 40s, it was alcohol. 
And then I decided let's just cut out the alcohol. I'll tell that story at another time. But what I told my client was, because this is what I had learned and practiced myself, was that when we are eating sugary foods, when we are eating processed foods, chips, um, you know, things like that, you, I know you know what I mean, it messes with our levels of dopamine because we get big hits of dopamine when we have the, let's just say ice cream, when we have the ice cream. And the reason that we want more ice cream, A, it just tastes good, but B, because we get those spikes in dopamine and our brains love dopamine. It feels good, we're rewarded. And so when we're rewarded like that, we want to do more. Our brain wants us to do more things that reward us because it has learned over millions of years that when we're in those kind of states and doing those kinds of things, that we are safe and we will live longer. So what I had learned from Dr. Anna Lemke, who is a psychologist, no, psychiatrist, and um, she wrote an amazing book called The Dopamine Nation. But I heard her on a podcast, um, Dr. Andrew, oh, poop, I'm having a brain fart. Um, Dr. Crap, I can't remember. Anyway, heard her on a podcast and she was talking all about it. And what she told her patients was to cut out the thing for 30 days because that's what our body needs to reset and normalize our levels of dopamine. Because for me, it was chocolate at night. Oh, I love just like a little dish of chocolate chips or a couple cookies or something like that. And there were, there were a couple different things going on, but a big part of it was my dopamine. And so it sounded good. It sounded fun. Let's go get some. And so I was rewarded by big hits of dopamine when I would do it. And so I knew that I just needed to not do it. I was tired of feeling like the chocolate was in control of me. I was tired of feeling like it was dictating my life, what I was doing at night, how I was feeling. And again, more on this to come. But I was like, okay, you know what? This is what Dr. Lemke suggests and I'm gonna try it because I feel awful physically, emotionally, spiritually, and I've got to try something. Was my life good? Heck yeah, absolutely. But I knew it could be better. And that's what I wanted was the better. And so for 30 days, and I told my wife this, um, for 30 days, I'm not going to eat any refined sugar, no ice cream, no cupcakes, no cakes, no nothing like that. And the first, like the first couple days, I was actually really excited about it because I just, I felt good. Oh wait, you know what? I'm going down a big long tangent here. And I said, I was going to save that. So I went through the experience of not doing it for 30 days. And that 30 days has led um, to the date of this recording to a good 10 weeks. And I feel amazing. And it got rid of the highs and the lows of, the, of my dopamine levels. And now I can take it or leave it. And, and I leave it 
because of how much better I feel. And so I had shared that with my client and suggested she do the same thing. So for her, it was nighttime snacking uh, after her kids went to bed and some snacking during work when she would be doing some stressful stuff. So it was like her, her reward after making it through a hard day and then helping her get through that day. And so I asked her, I said, are you up for this? Is this, you know, are you, are you game? And she said she was. And so, um, and so I really look forward to helping her on this journey and um, supporting her and cheerleading her and reminding her that anything she thinks and feels about the process is totally normal. But she got to a point where she had a line in the sand and she was like, I'm done. I don't like feeling this way. I know that it can be better. So I'm really, really proud of her and excited um, for everything that's going to come up for her um, over the next 30 days. And she's going to, I told her also to write down um, what comes up, what thoughts and feelings she has while she's doing this, because those are going to be some gold nuggets. We're, we're going to figure out why. We're going to figure out the root of what's going on underneath it that's driving her to do it in addition to some wonky dopamine so um, so I just wanted to share that with you um, in case you can relate to that because I know we all we've all been in situations like that so um, so yeah enjoy the rest of your day make it amazing and thanks for watching my video bye friends